Over the past few years, you've met his mother, you've met his father, you've even met his children. But on episode 200 of the Awakened Soul podcast, we have an exclusive interview with CEO Hayes' dog, who wishes to remain anonymous. Using the latest translation technology, we brought in an interpreter to help us communicate with who we're going to call dog. Now, I know you prefer to be anonymous throughout this interview, so is it okay with you if I just refer to you as dog? Yes. Okay, great, dog. Can you tell us what life is like living with CEO Hayes? I mean, you probably spend more time with him than anybody else he knows. It's a nightmare. Hayes masturbates more than I think any healthy adult human should. Oh my God. Don't let there be any pictures of feet around because it gets really weird. That is a very odd thing to say. Now, how do you think he would feel hearing this from you? How do I think he would feel? He only feels himself. Literally. Okay, I didn't expect that one, but uh, we'll, we'll go with it. So can you tell us how a typical day starts out? I know... I saw the creative and uh, Hay says he likes to go on a jog in the morning. I mean, do you, do you run, run, run? The only thing he runs is through a gallon of wet platinum a week. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about maybe meals, uh, feeding schedules. Uh, what's your feeding schedule like? I mean, is he keeping you well fed? He eats ass. I eat food. Sir, 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 you're you're making some very wild allegations. And as a journalist, I feel it's my responsibility to be able to verify these accusations that you're making. And don't you know about these $10,000 cameras? I have video. Oh, you have video. OK. OK. Oh, OK, dog. Uh. We'll we'll just leave it at that because this is not what I expected. To be honest, I expected a lot more. However, I, I guess it is what it is. Thank you so much for your time and your insight. I hear him coming. I smell feet too. You need to leave now. Don't look back. Just go. Oh, he's coming? Okay, okay. Attention, please scream and run around in circles. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? And if you can't tell by that intro, uh, this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. We got that was shout out to Dan on drugs. Uh, that's my boy uh, who <laughs> recorded that. I asked him to do a skit slash roasting thing for my 200th episode. And that's what he came up with. Um, it was just great. So I figured I was going to start the show with it. But nonetheless, uh, this is this is Hayes. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, um, welcome to the Awakened Soul Podcast. You can follow the podcast at Awakened Soul Pod or at the Awakened Soul Pod. And you can also follow me personally at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. But this is our 200th episode. Um, so this one's going to be a little bit of a different episode for anyone who is like joining in for the first time. Uh, go back and check some older episodes. We'll get way more insightful. This episode is going to be really laid back. Um, we do have a guest. Uh, we have several guests actually, but, uh, the way that this is going to work out on this episode, we have, uh, Becky, the poet on, we're going to be talking about innovating while being a creative, um, which is super, super important. Um, and that's, that's more akin to how the awakened soul is usually. But then after that, 
we got uh my boys, my family. We got the Andrew Bello, Colin Y Song, uh Dimitri Williams, aka Misery Williams. We got Kelly uh D and we got uh the andrew bello did i say the andrew bello and we also got jb the prodigal one in the building uh who's my co-host on my brother's keeper and the film frequency podcast but uh and so the idea behind this 200th episode i wanted to talk about a couple of different things i wanted to do the innovating while being a creative thing just because it's episode 200 i honestly wouldn't have been able to go this far if i didn't do some things that innovated for me i'm not saying that we innovate the whole podcast genre but i'm saying to keep it original, to stay um, interested, all this stuff, like 200 episodes, it's, it's really important to do that. So I wanted to have that conversation. And then after that, we have all the people I just named who actually were part of the Wrestling World Podcast Network with me, which is when I first originally started podcasting um, with them. And that was five, almost six years ago, where we originally started that. And all of us were new podcasters, and we built a whole network. It wasn't just a podcast, a whole network. Um, and I wanted to have them on Hey, we've been talking about doing a reunion for a while, but I think it's just interesting to, to have a conversation with the people that you started with. And like, we all are doing different things at different levels. Now, the Andrew Bellows working on a podcast called the right opinion, uh, JB, uh, he does a podcast with me. He also has a sports booking podcast. He also has an MMA podcast. Um, and then, you know, Colin, he's one of the best podcast producers you will find around and a great talent and a funny dude he's actually uh, he does some stand-up comedy he's a really funny guy um and so just to see like where we've all kind of have have ended up and we started and we got introduced into this creative life really together uh so to say and you know we started off in the chat room of another podcast and just it just evolved from there and i wanted to have the conversation with those guys you learned some stuff you didn't know about me um but overall it's just a fun conversation between people who um Really, like we just started out together and it's a reunion in every sense of the word. Uh, So it's not as a cohesive, crazy conversation as what we have uh, sometimes. But, you know, it's important. Like I said, it was it was important for me to have. It's important uh, for me to have them on the show. Uh, For a lot of them, it was their first time on. But uh, that's it. That's a long ass intro. Right. Um, But uh, (laughs) so we're going to get into uh, our intro music. On the other side of that, we're going to very briefly Hop into my dark and twisted, crazy-ass mind, and I'll see you guys on the other side of this. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my dad. this 200th episode 200th edition i guess of the end of minor hay segment which used to be called um what what was it off the rip i think is what this usually was originally called this segment changes to the end of minor hay segment um but 200 in we're in this bitch um and so this this like i said this in the minor hay segment is going to be very brief very short um i just want to thank everyone 
who over this time period has gone and helped promote the awakened soul who's reached out and talked to me about the awakened soul who has suggested it to their friends who that a podcast doesn't get um to the level of receiving over 2000 downloads per episode by just my marketing alone by my promotion alone it comes from word of mouth it comes from people who are engaged in your content who talk about your content it comes from all, all, all that stuff everything in a line it all comes from that and the awakened soul is a product of the awakened soul's success is a product of our listeners as much of it is a project a pro- product of the things that go on in my mind um i can't stress enough like everyone the awakened soul i remember the first episode it got like oh i think it was 25 26 i, I used to remember the exact number I believe it was 26 downloads and i thought that that was fucking huge for me and then like over the first month we went from that initial 26 to by the end of that first month we were getting like 3 and 400 downloads um an episode and then now we're at the point where we hover between 2200 and 2500 downloads per episode we talked about like late last year where i where i broke and i think i got over 40,000 downloads in a month and like all that stuff is just wild it's crazy to me because i started off this podcast as not thinking a lot of people were going to truly enjoy it the way that they did because this is uh, this is a product of the things that go on my mind. This is a product. I know we have the in the mind of hay segment, but everything is like things that I really genuinely honestly care about. And I I the fact that it's stuff that I really do care about and people love it as much as they do. It makes it that much more worth it. It's different than if you do something and, you know, people like it, but it, you're not as passionate about it. It doesn't it for me, it wouldn't quite hit the same. Um so I, uh, this is this is to you guys. This is uh, every bit um, as much as a celebration of my listenership as it is a celebration. I mean, I know we just had our three year anniversary. and I said a lot of the same stuff, so I'm not going to really harp on it too much. But I am internally grateful to everyone who has been a part of me uh, through through this journey. Every single guest that has ever been on this podcast, everyone who's ever contributed to um, an episode uh, by sending in a voicemail or email. Um, shout out to Colin and Andrew Bello, who are both on this uh, as two people who have taken over episodes of The Awakened Soul before. Andrew Bello took over an episode and Colin Songs t- took over episode, actually the 420 special um, back in 2000. I think that was 2019. I believe that was 420 2019. He took over episode. Maybe it was 2018. But um, and I, I, I'm thankful for all of you guys. And that's really it. Um, so that's it. We're going to take a brief break. Uh, you're going to get into some intro music. Not some intro music, some music. And then the other side of that is going to be me and Becky the Poet uh, talking about innovating while being a creative. I'll catch you guys on the other side of this. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Awakened Soul Podcast. And you know I love it. I get excited when we have first-time guests in the building. And we have somebody who I met right around a year ago at the at uh, the Melanin uh, Festival uh, last last year. And that is Becky the Poet is in the building from the Unspoken Words it's Podcast. Me. That's what's up. <laughs> Psych retired that name. Let's go. <laughs> what's going on? So you, you, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, but you survived the snowstorm which is good 
Snow, snow, star, storm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you actually like it, it's it's so funny to see people like get creative in times like this. Like you and your weather reports were cracking me the fuck up. Oh really? Because uh, I was running out of content. <laughs> I was like, what the hell am I gonna do today? But it, it's so funny because it was on a whim. I was uh, telling somebody I was gonna do a podcast outside in the snow, uh-huh. and they were like, "Oh well, look at you, weather reporting lady." And I was like, oh, "Let's go!" <laughs> so it was it was a it was a fun run. It was just hard because if I was trying to do it by the hour, <laughs> yeah, stupid weather. Weather's fucking ridiculous, man. It's just crazy for people who don't believe that uh, climate change is a thing. I, I just would like to see what their opinion is on a crazy snowstorm coming through Dallas. But you know, it is what it is. Well, Texas as a whole. We had the microburst. We had the snowstorm. We had the tornado. I feel like Texas in general, we're just going through a little. They Somebody hates us. Somebody's voodoo doll this whole city or state, whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Ho- hopefully not. Let's. Let's hope that it passes and, you know, every, you know, it seems like, like Texas is going through it. Louisiana, like every three years goes through something fucking crazy. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's just odd and and strange. But so this is my 200th episode. I wanted to guess, and, you know, I wanted, because like through, through my years of doing this, I've like staying original as a creative can be difficult, right? It can be hard uh, to stay motivated and everything else. Um, and so I wanted to have a conversation about like stepping up your creativity, uh, doing stuff outside the box, and what better person than to have like a multifaceted creative like yourself on oh. as well. <laughs> so like, what's what when you when you hear about that, like when you being a creative, right? It's already it could be difficult, it could be tough. Like I look at it like the luckily the way I set up my podcast is that life really creates my content, so I, I almost never run out of content. But like as as like somebody who does do multiple things creatively, like how do you, how do you stay on top of of just being a creative and, and trying new things and never really getting bored with it? Honestly, I will say because I love YouTube, I am I am a candidate of YouTube University. I love mm-hmm. watching other creatives like Peter McKinnon, um, Casey Neistat, like all them big creatives, and just watching their content and kind of just working from there, like. I can record my own videos, right? Um, so it's one of those things, it's kind of just being inspired by other creatives mm-hmm. to just want to create. Um, I will say I have broke the bank to buy equipment to just do what they do, like that you see on YouTube University or, you know, in general. Um, especially, like you said, you get inspired by life. I do too, but, like, for example, I'm also very extroverted, but also can be introverted at times, like when, you're, when my energy is running low. Mm-hmm. So, like... When I don't do anything in life, I don't get creative. And I'm just laying there like, what in the world? But then all of a sudden, I'm like, dude, I got to do something. So the whole weather report during this crazy storm was on a whim, right? It started off as a podcast as somebody threw the idea of like, be a weather woman. I was like, oh, crap. Because a lot of my friends know I will um, I will like do anything if, if it was like a dare, all right. If someone tells me to go do a podcast on frozen pool, I will do a podcast <laughs> on a frozen pool and just hope that I don't fall in. Okay. Right. Like it's just about taking risks, being risky and kind of being that daredevil of fuck it. We'll do it. Right. Because if no one, if I don't do it now, someone else will. And I'll be like, damn, I was just going to hop on that frozen pool. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, for sure. And it's funny you mentioned like people like Peter McKinnon because that is somebody who I watch as well. Like Everyday Dad, uh, Matt. If you watch Peter McKinnon, you almost have to watch Maddie Hapoa too because they're like connected. But I think for me, um, like I got into filmmaking and stuff, and literally it just happened from picking up a camera to record promos for my podcast, and then like just other stuff has come from it. But you know, it. it Staying motivated for me is like always trying new things, like never being afraid. And that doesn't mean everything's going to work, but you may get inspiration for something else. Like everything kind of branches out to me. And so it's kind of easy to kind of stay, stay on top of being creative and never really getting bored with it. But, you know, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, I went through like a serious, serious creative depression where like I didn't know I just not being able to go outside completely took away a lot of my like creative juices. And I had to find a different way to get that back. That is True. I will say I was blessed to be having this pandemic just because I was like, oh, yes, now I can rest. But then going through it longer than expected, I was like, crap, like, what am I going to what, what am I going to do? Am I going to be able to still record face to face interviews? Do I have to go virtual? Those those are the questions I was asking myself. And I really hate virtual. I'm going to be honest with you. This is my first virtual interview for someone else's podcast wow i like deny 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 part of it is because i have a horrible webcam on my laptop <laughs> and part of it doesn't work and then it's just another thing is too is am i still going to receive that one-on-one um face-to-face comedic like uh reaction that i get like virtually mm-hmm. right so I, it, it was just being afraid of not being able to connect with my guests for example like you and i you know like we've met like once or twice yeah but then i'm like oh crap is this gonna be awkward is this gonna, are we gonna connect but, yeah. like, obviously, right now, we are connected. We are making, like, a conversation happen, right? It's not awkward. So, I mean, you, we have to, as creative, expand into that, but also learn how to adjust to what we know how to do. For sure. For sure. It, it's, like, yeah, you know, we, people, the space is, has, technology has bridged the gap of space and being not in the same city, not in the same state. And like, luckily, like I, I started using Skype early on in my podcast because there are creators that I wanted to have conversation with that I knew I couldn't travel to, but it, it never, there's something special about being able to either do it in person or at least somebody that you've been around in person before, because then you kind of already know their energy. So it's not right. that it's not that feeling out period of, all right, let me see how they're going to react to this. Like, especially being at the, um, the melanin festival it was like seeing you there it was like I, I think i told you there like i have to have you on my show at some point because like your energy is crazy i, you, I think you saw the crazy side of me <laughs> exactly i saw the crazy <laughs> side first Please don't see like if they're on the, if they're watching this podcast they're probably like who's this girl but if you see me in person you know it gets wild and crazy out here in these streets that is a fact that is a fact how do you so like how do you balance it between because like your podcast you wouldn't necessarily always know how crazy you can get by listening to unspoken <laughs> words because you you're a very insightful and like you you can tell that you think things out in your interviews and like you it's at least it seems like you prepare very very well for what conversation you want to have with each person but like that that other side of you who <laughs> like how do you balance between the two it's funny because uh even I, I'm also a personal trainer besides the podcasting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm in my personal training, in my mind, in theory, I would have thought that I would have been like, let's fucking go one rep, two rep. Like I thought that was really going to like be my personality at the time. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in the moment, I'm like, damn, it's serious, straight up serious. And so other creatives who are very goofy, who like have collabed with me, they're like, dude, you're not as goofy as you are on your interviews. And it's, 
I think because having conversations with people, I tend to automatically tap into conversations about life mm-hmm. and like just like personal things automatically, not trying to be like in anybody's business, but just like, do you know why the sky is blue? Right. Do you, do you like, do you like, do you wonder why it is blue? And to balance that with like my crazy self, like it's, I tell this all the time. When I first started this podcast, I drank before every episode to loosen up. But now before every episode, I don't drink anymore because it creates a different personality mm. of myself. And it brings out the not so serious focus, Becky. Like in all reality, in person, I am like a squirrel. Like every minute, I'm like something new, new idea. My mom gets mad at me because she's like, you didn't let me finish the first, to answer the first question you asked. I was like, well, I mean, I thought that was good enough. Next question. So, I mean, I think in all reality, it's just once I hit record, it's all about like the person itself and all about being serious and tapping into what they want to talk about. And then once I hit like stop, my goofy ass Becky comes out throw me a shot or two, like, it's lit, like, the bounce of the two is just, when I know the camera's on, when I know it's business, then I know I have to get serious. When the camera's off, I can turn it off real quick, but it's just so hard sometimes to balance out when it comes down to business and family, friends. That's the only part I struggle with. Mm-hmm. So, what what has been a creative taught you about yourself because like for me and I, I guess I'll expose myself first like I always said that I was I always describe myself as an introvert I even would used to describe myself as an extreme introvert but like the one thing I think being a creative and like having live shows and going to festivals and thing has taught me is that I don't really know if I'm technically an introvert I think me being an introvert was something that I used to use to guard myself but at mm-hmm. least being a creative now has taught me that like no, there, there's absolutely an extroverted side of me. What about you? Um, I've always thought I was extroverted, always, until I started podcasting. And when it came down to always talking about my business, I become introverted. Okay. So whenever I go to events with friends and I introduce myself, I don't introduce myself as Becky the Poet. I don't introduce myself as Becky the po- like a podcast host of Unspoken Words Podcast. Like, there's some people who don't, know who I am by name right but they always have seen you before and so it's so weird because people are like promote yourself tell them that you're Becky the Poet tell them you have a podcast and I was like man like I don't I don't like doing that in public and so I had to learn that that when it comes down to business and promoting myself I am introverted and then when I am freely nearly and not worrying about my business I am extra very extroverted so like that's one thing about me. I had to learn how to like turn, turn on and turn off because I was like, dude, you're at an event. You want to promote your podcast? Yes or no? Yes. You want more listeners? Do you want to talk to people about it? And do you love your shit? You, they just have to know about it. Like get out there. It was kind of having to turn it on, but then I will say it doesn't last more than five minutes after five minutes. I'm like, all right, let's go back, turn it off and not introducing who myself <laughs> is. And then the person I was talking to is like, yo, this is the poet that I just talked to. She has a podcast. So I was like, Oh cool. So I, I hope that I talked to one or two people to let them advertise for me because after a while I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I feel it. I, I get, I get burnt out too. Like, like for example, after the, um, the Melanin Mena festival, like legit, when I got back home after my flight back here from Dallas, I, my body shut down for like 12. I had to, like I did so much interaction and shit with people that I just didn't want to talk to or deal with anybody for a little while. So like, 
I, yeah, I have to kind of shut down for a minute afterwards, but I'm I'm coming out of that a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you're enjoying this pandemic full on. <laughs> the, the, and that's the funny thing, like it, for me, like much of my life didn't change from the pandemic, other than like going to festivals and stuff. But like I said, that first couple of months of it, it's just like it sucked. I had to get out of a bad mental space that I was in. I think more more so for me, I got into it because. My kids are really active kids and they always have events or like they're in clubs and stuff and all that can't being canceled for them and just seeing them kind of being stuck in the house. It was terrible. You so. had to be a dad, bro. Yeah. Gotta love it. Uh, especially now that I have teenagers, which is, I think Ooh, I'll have. Yeah. Life of like confused and angry at my parents and also trying to do my own stuff, but also like, do I need my parents? I get it. Yeah. I was in that mindset i mean i don't have kids but i know how i would how it was <laughs> so to get back on the topic of innovating while being a creative what do you think like is going to be the next innovation in in kind of what like live streaming has taken up a huge step uh forward with like the ease of it uh the importance of it what do you think is going to be the next kind of just watching it and being in this for a while the kind of next big innovative thing that we do honestly i know it's gonna sound like old school, but really podcasting and YouTubing are the next like upcoming thing. Why? I just feel like one, we're in this pandemic still everywhere. Everybody's going through it. So interacting with people, it's not a thing like that anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. And then podcasting, you can do it at home. You can do it on your phone. I mean, there's apps like anchor to make it easy for you just to hit record and just create this podcast. Right. Yeah. Um, you can reach out to people and if you have dope content, if you're funny, if you have a great like following and your friends are like in for it, like you have a support team, like you're all in with that. Everything is virtual now. And which is, I really hate that. I really hate that it's all virtual because you know, you, you, I live in an era of like events was the only way, like if you had a hundred people at your event, you're lit. Right. If you had this performer come to your event, you're in there. But now it's like who you talk to on like Skype or Zoom or anything, who you talk to like on Instagram live, everything is virtual. So podcasting will be the next best. Like it's going to, it's going to blow up like big time. Like the podcasting world, like they're already way behind now to keep up now, like with everybody who's doing it at home and stuff, who's buying the equipment. I mean, they're making it cheaper and easier. They're creating mics and stuff pertaining to podcasting and stuff. And, they're creating it to game um, streaming, like gaming, gaming, like Twitch, um, streaming of um, like playing video games. That's a whole different ball game. Like yeah. I, I enjoy watching it, but it's a lifestyle that's growing. That people who are like we're living a life of playing games on their parents talking crap. Now it's making them buku money, you know, and it's that that's where it's at. For like streaming, like Twitch, um, podcasting, and then. Um, Instagram live, like it's going to go to a whole different level. Like you see platforms upgrading real quick. You see everybody creating these softwares like on the fly. Like it's, it's growing. Like this virtual stuff right here is there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the virtual thing is like, and especially when you see people are like doing like zoom calls where then they're having like breakout rooms and then coming back to the main, like it's really turning into like almost everything you can do at like a, a physical conference you can do just within zoom now um and stuff like that and like you like you pointed out good like having mics and and even uh cameras dedicated to streamers and podcasters like the the cost of entry is is starting to come down so 
low that like you can do this at a really good quality level without spending very much money now where it makes me feel like me spending like all this money on this studio is like damn if i would have just waited another year (laughs) i'll tell you that i I bought a camera i bought all this stuff and i was like oh wow you don't even do that anymore because people just do it on their phone i was youtubing something Mm -hmm. and it was like use your phone as a zoom call camera and i'm like the hell exactly it's crazy like how much you can do with your phones now like i remember hell just being able to plug your phone up to like drop stuff from your computer into your phone when that was like a really big thing now you can actually like like you said zoom call and skype from it and everything is crazy it's crazy what you got now what you got for me now (laughs) so what i got for you now what's what's the one thing you're challenging yourself with as a as a creative in in 2021 um there's an airplane flying by so if you hear it it's airplane and three two one it's gone all right cool Damn, look at that dog. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what I'm challenging myself with right now is I'm really trying to get into this virtual world of OBS, like these intense Zoom interviews, Mm -hmm. right? Now, I I think what scares me the most is having to try something new. So face-to-face interviews are a lot easier than doing anything virtual. Because you go, you set up, boom, 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 hit record, turn the lights, that's it. As for all this extra stuff, you have to have a separate software to create all these fancy stuff. And then, you know, me learning how to just use OBS or you learning how to do these virtual Zoom meet interviews is a challenge for me because I, one, I usually just have my audio guy, I'm like, Dennis, this is what I want. How do I do this? <laughs> So I buy the equipment that he needs as well, too. So it's like we have our own production team. But it's also like I'm learning how to use use this just in case he's not around. But now that um, definitely we can't really get it often, like having to use a camera for Skype and stuff is like a whole new lesson for me, you know? And it's something I'm I'm really not interested in doing. It's just something that I have to do because this is where the, the pandemic or the Pangea or the Panini has taken us. Yeah, yeah. It where what we've learned about like being a creative in 2021 because of the pandemic. I mean, well, 2020 because of being a pandemic, I think is going to change the whole way that we that we do things like as far as like like you said virtually and everything and for those who adapt and can get ahead of it, like which I'm trying to do with like it's funny you brought up OBS because literally while I was waiting on you to be ready, I did like a test stream from OBS and restream to Periscope. Uh, just to figure out like how to do it all and bring in the chat like so I'm 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 trying to learn how to do it myself but it's like yeah it's so it's so crazy like how it it is fairly simple but like how much you can do and how easy it is is just like it's it's kind of overwhelming because it's like all right do I want to have the chat come in this way do I want to have it come in this why am I overthinking it like a year ago I wouldn't have even probably been able to do any of this so yeah yeah I know a lot of people are like um I'm watching and I'm, they're already creating a podcast on a whim, like zoom and everything. I'm like, what in the world? Like what YouTube video did you watch? Did I, did I miss? Right. I'm watching every YouTube in a book, in a book and I'm still not getting this right. You know? And one thing is I'm learning is that I'm not like, I'm not that graphic designer, you know, I will never have that eye of saying this is perfect for myself. And I will never have that eye to say like, I like this for myself. That's why in general, as human beings, we pay other people to do it for us because our own work, we don't love all the time. 
But if I told you like, hey, yo, can you uh, edit my vlog video for me? And you do it, I'm like, oh shit, that shit is dope. But like, it's some easy transition, some easy filters, some fixing, autocorrecting. I'm like, damn, I could have did this myself. But because you did it, I love it more. Because it's just not my my field, right? Now, I would never be like, oh, hey, so-and-so, come come run my podcast while I'm out for vacation. Like, if I saw that and I didn't like and I was like, oh, crap, this is, like, why would I do that? This is my shit. Like, I, I know how to do this shit, so why would I pay for someone else to do it, right? Yeah. So it's just not my field to do certain things, and, I've lear- and I'm learning that. And I'm learning that at YouTube or whatever or about all the equipment, if I don't use it, I just wasted that money for no reason. That's true. Got to use it. If you're going to spend your own money on it, that's the one thing like that I like that I did. I didn't rent. Like I bought a lot of stuff is that like I can take this show on the road. It's mine. I know I can do it and execute it the same way every single time. I'm not relying on anybody else to do it. But like shit's tough, man. <laughs> shit's tough. <laughs> but uh, so you got a camera getting get into video. What's what's. Like, what do you, like, other than, like, live stream or anything, is there anything else you want to do with video? Um, oh, my God. I want to do my own poetry videos. Okay. But what I've learned is shooting from the from the person being in front of the camera, you have to shoot this, like, a thousand times, a thousand takes. And I'm like, why in the world does it take so long to shoot a music video or a poetry video that's two minutes long? Mm-hmm. But... So I want to go into the the world of like videography, like re, like events, right? Um, and just like editing it because right now I do the basic um, software of using iMovie, right? Okay. I haven't updated to the fancy stuff yet because I feel as though like if I did that, I'm not gonna be using it as much, right? Because I'm not a videographer, I'm not a photographer. I'm just going to do the basic, the basic dissolve the transition in and call it a day. Yeah. But I mean, I want to shoot other videos for other people, but for right now, I think where it's at comfortably, I think me helping other people get started on their podcast or helping them with their journey of poetry. Like I can do that with like my knowledge, you know, kind of running workshops or telling somebody from A to Z how to, how to do a podcast or how I do my interviews, you know? So that's where I'm going to challenge myself at is helping other people, but doing it in a costly manner, not for free. There you go. There you have it. Uh, yeah. Getting into videography. We can talk about that off air. If you want anything like that's one thing I'm glad that I've gotten into, not just because it's profitable, but because like there's something Everything that I do creatively, right, gives me a different type of joy. Like podcasting is like an outlet for me for things that are on my mind. Photography, I, I love bringing other people's like capturing their moments and then whatever. And then videography, I just feel like for me, that's like the best form of like putting it all together. But on top of it, like getting that perfect camera angle or like multi camera angles like i think all day about like how to set i can go into a room and be like all right i can shoot it this way and then i can have another camera over here that'll get it if they do this like so it, it it's a whole different side of me that i would have never thought was there but it came from buying one camera and then it's turned into a whole production so yeah <laughs> all right so last thing before i let you go and get you get you on with your day unspoken words podcast um a great show like for to hear like insightful conversations and like you you really dig deep in on unspoken words um 
if you, for the listeners, if they haven't ever heard it and they want to check you out, if you had to describe unspoken words in one sentence, what would it be? It's very, very, very personal. Um, I take the story behind you, behind the name of your brand, and ask you tough questions to why you started, how, how, and not even talking about your business, just talking about your mindset behind it. Yeah. And yeah. I take poetry, and I let that shit be known. Poetry's real out here, bro. That's it. That's my one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you so? Because I've never gotten to hear any of your poetry yet. That's the one thing I haven't got to hear from you. So if you start to do those videos, I, I need I need to see that. Yeah. Because I love. I love po- live poetry, live spoken word, all that stuff is like, that's why I love DC so more, so much because their scene of that, at least before the pandemic was just beautiful. And I love getting into that type of stuff. No, I'll send it your way. All right, cool. <laughs> well, Becky, I want to thank you for your time, especially on my 200th episode. Thank you for coming in, Let's having fun. <laughs> Yo, I just want to say, keep it up, bro. Like 200, that's a fucking big milestone, bro. I just made it to 100. But I applaud you. I applaud your content. I applaud your quality. Everything is lit, bro. Keep it up. Keep keep being real. Keep being you. Keep being goofy. And I don't know what you be doing on Twitter, but it's funny. <laughs> oh my God. Twitter me is like a whole different beast. Like it's it's so funny because the people who like listen to the podcast and then they follow me on Twitter, I always say, All right, that awaken right. soul, that awaken soul <laughs> shit is not what you're gonna find on my Twitter, but <laughs> It's different sides of you, man. You gotta you gotta embrace our duality. We all have it. True. Yeah. All right. Well, give me your social media. Let's get the hell up out of here. All right. So my Instagram, personal Instagram is Becky the Poet, B-E-C-K-Y-T-H-E-P-O-E-T-E-T, Poet, whatever. <laughs> and then my podcast Instagram is Unspoken Words Podcast. You can follow me on both, but I'm more interactive on my personal one. So yep, that's what it is. All right, make sure you guys go and check her out. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast, a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey. What? Sometimes people do like the opposite. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? If you can't tell by the sultry sounds, this is CEO. You know what? Fuck it. This is my 200th episode. I'm a little tipsy and I got my family yeah. in the building. Um, so for, for those who you guys, if you've listened to the Waking Soul for a while now, you guys should know, I started off podcasting with a, a, a band of miscreants, uh, that we called the WWPN. Uh, we kind of all got our start in podcasting from that. So I have, uh, a few people from then, uh, first up, we got Mr. The Andrew Bello himself, who you guys have heard before, who used to do the Stay Woke segment, who actually hasn't been on the Waking Soul in a minute. What's going on, Bello? 
It has been a while. Yeah, no, no, and I'm happy to be back. And uh, 200 episodes, man. It's it honestly, it, in a weird way, it feels like there's been a lot more, and yet it doesn't feel like you started this all that long ago. But here we are, man, and it's happened. It's just like so awesome to be here with you on this 200th episode <laughs> and to have our friends with us. I appreciate it. It's actually so. I didn't count the bonus episodes, so I'm actually at like 215 if we count those. But this is the of the numbered main episodes. Fair enough. There it is. Um, See, I knew. I just knew. <laughs> but then we also have my brother, well, my co-host from My Brother's Keeper and the Film Frequency, Mister the Prodigal One, JB. What's going on, bro? What's going on, Hayes? What's going on, everybody? Awakened Soul Podcast family. What's going on? This is going to be an interesting one. And then, a voice that you guys have not heard on The Awakened Soul. Uh, we got Kelly Double D in the building. Miss Kelly's here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you haven't. No, that's right. I haven't been on Mm-mm. before. Never. Oh, no, we got we to gotta fix that. We got to work on that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing good, though. Look at you, Mr. Big Shot over here. I'm not. Uh, I don't you. know who this Big Shot Making moves. Well, no, is. you, man. Congratulations, though. I can't. Well fucking done, man. Selling crack has its benefits. That's all I can say. Well, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? This is a pandemic. You got to, you know. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, then we got, <laughs> we got Misery Williams, Mr. D. Wills here, too. What's going on, D. Will? Well, I don't play But first off, let me, can I just say, I'd, I'd like to take credit. For your success and your <laughs> what? If it wasn't for no, 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 hold on, time out. If it wasn't for me and you, co-founders of the WPN Network, you wouldn't be where you are today. So, where am I? I'm expecting a check in the mail soon. <laughs> you got papers on your ass. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess that's granted. But keep in mind. You did leave the WWPN and disappear for like six months every year. You would just disappear and then come back around <laughs> WrestleMania time. <laughs> That's the only time I'm watching wrestling now. Is, that, makes you know, that makes sense. So, I mean, the WWPN time, like, I, I don't know what to make of this. Like, it, it was a special time period because um, we all were learning podcasting. Um, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing at first. Uh, me and D. Will. And D, what was it? we were originally going to call it the fan cast? What the fuck were we thinking, D Will? What the fuck were we thinking? I don't know. It was supposed to be like for the fans, by the fans, or some yeah, shit some, like some that. Some bullshit like that. So but insanely original, fellas. It was. <laughs> it could have been worse. You got to call it the podcast. That would have been even Who worse. The actual name. That's a, that's a name you would have came up with, JB. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, it would have. Absolutely. <laughs> that is true, though. At a certain point, we stopped even putting effort into the names. Uh, we, I mean, we, we <laughs> put a zone on that bitch and call yeah, it just, a day. That, that was <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Red zone, blue zone, next level. Uh, uh, uh. Let, let me talk to you. That was the let original. Me talk to you. Uh, what was the impact show call? Yeah, shout out to Josh. I don't want to offend. Let me use the correct pronoun. Shout out to Victoria. Um, Who is that? That's Josh now. Artist formerly known as Josh. Yeah. What? D. Will, this is not the show for that. We'll talk about it off. <laughs> oh, hold on. This is the show. Like, dead ass? Are you serious right now? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. He's, he goes by Victoria now. 
<laughs> and here I was thinking I was the one that was going to get <laughs> Excuse me. Can I remind everybody that I still have a video where one of us on this recording is wearing J-B-J-B-J-B. a dress J-B-J-B. and makeup and singing a song oh. about me. It was a it was a blouse. It wasn't a dress. Well, excuse me. I thought it was a. You was looking hot though. Wow. Yeah. All was, right. You, you pulled it off. <laughs> your, girl, your girl fucked up on the contouring though. I mean, <laughs> contouring was just off. That is what the fuck. God damn, we've jumped the shark already, people. We haven't even made it ten minutes into the actual recording yet. <laughs> D Will is already doing D Will like shit. Like, what the fuck happened? What did you expect to happen exactly? Did you expect D Will to come on this program and not do D Will like shit? Hey, so okay, here's here's my question to you guys, and uh, we're gonna for anyone who doesn't know, we're gonna be they're gonna be roasting me at some point during this. But what the fuck were you guys thinking? Letting me lead the fucking do- like I had no fuck like yeah I had the drive I had the passion I'll go back and I'll listen because I still have it all on a hard drive I'll go back and listen to the WWE and shit sometimes and while I thought it sounded good. Like, thank God Josh eventually took over. I'm sorry, Victoria eventually took over um, editing. because, And then I learned from that because those first three months of the WWPN were rough. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you're 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 wondering how we let you lead. I'm, I was wondering how I duped some idiot into letting me have a podcast. So I mean, it, it all kind of worked out, I guess, for both of us. We both thought we were making out in the deal. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know, but it, it was it was certainly rough. But we, I think we all. I mean, not only did we get better, but we we started putting some time into it. Right. You yeah, start getting sure. the equipment. You start writing out some notes in advance, and you know. I hate to I hate to like pat ourselves on the back, but like this podcasting thing ain't exactly just sitting down and talking. You know, it's just there, there's a lot more to it than that, and uh, we all kind of found that out the hard way progressively, and uh, and and rose to the challenge individually on, on on a variety of different levels. For sure, for sure, for sure, and you know, I, you you what you took next level to to be in like this whole like you would have Marvel reviews and everything like. Who would have thought that starting off just doing an, um, an NXT review would have led to that? But then, like, look yeah. at what you do now. Like, it's 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 crazy. It's very different. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about that here. So I, I didn't want to. Uh, well, I mean, I don't necessarily not want to talk about it here, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I the the people who do remember me from being on the Awakened Soul, obviously, I have some political opinions, and I have a podcast that I. I guess I'll say I'm I'm associated with I'm an executive producer on it's called the right opinion it's hosted by a good friend of mine his name is Harrison Bergeron his opinions just happen to mirror mine almost exactly and um and so you know we 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 do that whole sort of thing so so one of us doesn't get fired okay fair enough fair enough fair <laughs> enough uh, <laughs> what what so we had a lot of gags right like uh Bella was a murderer right uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. and, he, no, and he liked married women too. Oh, but I mean that—he that, uh, no, still no, likes just, married women. Yeah. <laughs> None of this has changed. Yeah. <laughs> he will hate it all indie wrestlers. Yes, and AJ Styles too. <laughs> oh god, Some, the epic arguments that me and D Will would have about AJ Styles, and then like literally and after we're done with it, go right back, and everything's fine. It was fucking ridiculous. Or Shinsuke, wasn't it you who was? Oh yeah, who, we had a big one about Shinsuke. Shinsuke too. Yeah. I remember when yeah. D- when uh, Shinsuke was coming over. D was like, "Fuck that Asian guy." Shinsuke, yeah, exactly. Who? This oh, one, like, Shinsuke was on top of the world too. Yeah. 
Just fuck him personally. Don't matter where he's from. Just fuck him personally. And I, 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 well, I would think, the, looking at where he I is now, right. the WWE agrees with you. Fuck Shinsuke Nakamura. You <laughs> was right on that one. I was right. Thank you. Appreciate that. I remember we were doing, I think, a blue zone, and Kelly dropped that uh, AJ's got a hammer in his pants, and all of a sudden it just it turned into the, the, the conversation, which was already subpar, to say the least at the time, just completely broke down into Jerry Springer-level madness, and it's just, damn you, Kelly. That's me. Why? Yeah, That's why me. you got to do that to us? Well, <laughs> I mean, Jesus, I think I, I, think I actually, D-Well had hinted towards... AJ's package a little bit, and I was just nah. like, "You ain't." What no, happened, I think we said something, girl, and I looked, and I was just like, "Oh damn!" I, something I had to mention it to y'all. Yeah, so and I'm glad I, you did, honey. Don't, I, oh, wow. I am, I am forever grateful. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Introducing me to the phenomenal package. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Kelly's bathroom was wallpaper with like friggin' AJ's dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it better with the with the belt because it just brings you in right, right. You know what I mean? Okay. So he's gotta so have we, the championship. We, we, we have not noticed. noticed. We, we <laughs> goddamn the shark is just fuck all that. Um, JB, you didn't have any like reoccurring gags, did you? No, I was just like the poon hound on the show. <clears throat> I mean, the best episodes we had were like when the show was at like what Raw or 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 SmackDown was actually shit. And we didn't that would talk be the best it? episodes because we would just talk about. Pure nonsense for the entire hour. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That that stretch where like every raw pay per view for like six months was terrible. God, that was a fucking rough time, man. Yeah, I think we all were intrigued by podcasting and just you know creating. And the the only thing that we had at the time was wrestling. That was like all of, all something we all had in common. But um, just to be serious for a second. The thing I really loved most about WPN is that. So many of us were like different, like different ethnicities from different places, different religions, different political views. And we all came together like a freaking melting pot. So that was the beautiful thing about WWPN. That's for sure. I just kind of fell in. I didn't even I just kind of tripped and kind of fell in. (laughs) I think we all fell in. I just kind of. Yeah, I just kind of like I'm accident showed up one day. No, Fame yeah, added like, you the to the chat one day. I know, yeah. I know. And no, it's so funny how I met Fame was. <laughs> I think it was shit. What what freaking WrestleMania are we on now? We're in like the 30s, almost 40, right? Some shit like that. 37, I think. I don't even know. <laughs> no idea. The first one was okay, at 84. So I, think it was so. 20, I think it was 29. The first one that they did when they did over at the uh, MetLife. Mm. So yeah, that's how I met. Yeah. So that's how I met Fame. I was trying to get um sorry about that. I was trying to get um Alex Riley to sign my city at fucking access. <laughs> <laughs> and um Wow You know, Did that's, you that's how me and that's how no, no, because my husband was like, Don't you fucking dare because I have my kids with me and shit and fucking kids, you know what I mean? I mean well I Kids can't. I wasn't like I was gonna whip my whole kitty out. You know what I mean in front of everybody. I just wanted to sign a little bit on the cleaning. Right don't there, act but... like that's not that's not beyond you to do. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Kelly's <laughs> known to just whip a titty out. Listen, <laughs> I did have. I'm, like, now before I, I know I'm gonna guys. <laughs> I did have Paulie D sign my titty in a liquor store. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Time out. <laughs> Hold on. Who? Paulie D? 
Paulie D. Paulie D. Oh, that's cool. That sounds like something he he normally gets asked. Oh my Kelly. god. Well, he looked like he didn't. He was just like, huh? I'm. He's like, well, sure. And then I'm like standing there, and I'm like, because he's sitting at a table, signing <laughs> signing bottles because he had some mixed drink or something like that. But like he's from, you know, next town over. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna whatever. So you had your neighbor sign your titty? That's what we're going. You're like, you're like, fuck the bottle, sign this jug. <laughs> Howdy, neighbor. <What? laughs> so <laughs> I'm waiting in line, and it's so funny because I'm sitting there and I'm going, I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna have him sign my titties because you have to wait in line to go see him. I'm gonna have him sign my titty. I'm gonna have him sign my titty, right? And somebody, the girl that I made friends with in line, because while I'm just standing in line, I just make friends with people. So I made friends with this girl, and she's just like, your husband's going to let that happen? I says, yeah, why not? So I couldn't. She didn't believe me, so I called him up, and I put him on speaker, and I'm like, listen, can I have Paulie D sign my titty? You don't care, do you? And he's just like, if you really think that you have the balls to go and ask somebody to sign your boob, go right for it. And I says, obviously, you've not been paying attention to who you're married to. So, okay. And sure enough, when I came home, he was just like, I can't believe you actually did it. I'm like, yeah, I asked him. I says, can you sign my, t- can you sign my titty? And he's like, okay. And then now I'm like, well, what do I do? Do I just whip it out and throw it on the table? Or <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're talking about Alex Riley and Paulie D. God knows what will happen if Kelly D actually meets a real celebrity. <laughs> she just <laughs> well, there goes Kelly you know pulling happened? out her titty. You know, what happened? you know what happened when I met a real celebrity? I got knocked up by him. What? What? Uh, yeah. She's talking about her fictional child with Rob Gronkowski. It's okay. No. Oh, okay. okay. No, 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 no. That's my ill. That's I'm his illegitimate baby mama. Oh, did I say? Did I say imaginary? I meant illegitimate. That's illegitimate. Yeah. Illegitimate baby mama. Yeah. Well, have fun with that. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> why? Why Gronk? Uh, why Gronk? Oh my! Oh my God! He's a I fucking start beast. I off on a whole tangent now. He's oh the longest reigning 24-7 champion in WWE history. I don't think that's true. That no, is 100% true. true. Is it really? Yes. I know that he's the only WWE champ to ever win a Super Bowl. But, that's uh, true. Not, why not them. Gronk? Gronk is... And I love he's fucking He's a goofball, too. And he's just... He's fucking sexy as fuck, man. He's got the nicest tight end on a tight end. <sighs> Never mind. Yep, let's just go ahead and stop that uh, line there. We're going to go ahead and keep it fucking moving. Um, (laughs) But I wanted to have us all here, A, because honestly, it's been so long since we all have gotten together, and I figured what better time to do it than the 200th episode. But since you guys have been there literally since, basically since I started podcasting, this whole roast idea came in mind. Now, Fame isn't here to host, um, but... I'm just gonna sit. I'm not even, I may not even roast you guys back, but I figured it'd be a fun thing to do. People hear a different side of me that they don't usually get to hear, especially on the Awakened Soul. Um, so, who wants to do the roast first? I gotta be honest. I have zero material. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> that, that, that's how you usually showed up to podcast. That's not surprising. <laughs> I have no material whatsoever. Usually, just wing it, and I, 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 I don't know what to say. <laughs> Usually, that's how Blue Zone usually went, and then CJ would just carry our ass for the entire hour. That is fair. This was this was this was ill planned. I mean, I've got I've got a couple of jabs. Um, so I mean, obviously, this whole thing that we're 
doing right now is just a big CEO haze flex as he sits there in his nice studio with this high power with this high quality equipment with this big ass show with 200 episodes and he's like hey look at all the schmucks I left behind and uh, and so uh, that's exactly what this is yo. I mean I mean clearly that's what this is all about um and uh, and you know he mentioned it it's been a while since been I've been on the awakened soul we used to do Marvel reviews all the time until Black Panther came out I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. It's funny because it's true. No, <laughs> you know, in that in a year without Marvel movies, come on now, give me my credit. We were it supposed has to been we, a while. I, we were in supposed in to do fairness. Black Widow together, and they just keep pushing the shit back. So that is true. <laughs> And that's it. That's all I got. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> JB, you got nothing, man. I never have anything. What do I ever have? You are the laziest I... podcaster in history. <laughs> Without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> I, I, I wear that fucking label proudly too. JB is the is the the podcast version of the chick who just wants to lay there and take the dick and not she doesn't suck dick. She doesn't Starfish. ride dick. She just she just, just pillow prince. JB's the pillow princess of podcasting. Yeah. I'm gonna change my Twitter handle. What is it? And this this motherfucker has more shows than me now. He doesn't edit a fucking thing. He doesn't like, like what what do you do, JB? You just show up and talk shit and then leave. That's it. Like when when Bella before was like, oh, you know, this podcast thing is not. You just don't sit here and talk. And my head, I'm like. Nope. Yeah, but that's kind of all I do, though. That's really all I do. I don't do shit else. Yes, but other people have to yeah, do shit in order for that to shows. get onto oh, the Oh, yeah, air. you do that's write what... the descriptions. That You do do that. Like, JB <laughs> did have a podcast that he did the editing for, and miraculously, that podcast just ended. The Naked Mindset, which was pretty good. Somehow, just, you know, the podcast that JB was doing most work on, it just disappeared, you know. The reason why it disappeared is when you have the executive producer being me taking four and a half hours to, to edit a 45-minute episode, <laughs> that's not going to last long. That I mean, I was breaking it down on yeah. my assets down to like the point zero 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 one second, trying to get like every line perfect. I was like, "Fuck this!" I hit up CJ and I was like, "Yo, can I get on a podcast with you?" <laughs> I write the description, you edit. Oh man, but you are running the books over on Hameen Media right now, from what I've been told. I, I know I, I hear Hameen talk about you more than I feel like anyone else on the podcast platform at That's this point. Yeah, that's that'll do it. Make that money. <laughs> Don't let the money make you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bella, aren't you a part of the how many media platform? Indeed, I am. I do oh, have the cool. have the pleasure of reviewing Monday Night Raw with Billy Ray Valentine and Strangler Steve King. You're so, watching this on a weekly basis. Yep, all three oh. hours of it, man. I don't even take. Don't do the Hulu cut. I don't do the YouTube cut. I like the suffering. I do the same thing, and I don't even have to review it. It's awful that you got like no excuses. Well, I do jump in every now and then. I'm I'm like the, I, I I'll jump in on an episode here and there. But it's true. It's I do so I do like to uh, torture myself because it actually is not as bad as what I go through on a daily basis. So <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. You know, hey, what have you been up to, D Will? Uh, playing lots of Madden, uh, working nine to five. Father got me a good 
big boy job. Got out of retail. Nice. Good. I saw, I saw your woman lost a lot of weight. Did she leave you yet? She's going to. She's <laughs> 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 works. <laughs> She's flapping on it. D will knows too. D was like, yeah. <laughs> probably about probably Halloween like, time. Ten more pounds. Yeah, couple couple. She's almost there. So what do you do then, D will? I just, I just watch. I just watch it. Huh? <laughs> okay. Oh my I just watch god. Will, what the fuck? What? You you watching her with whatever whoever the next dude is? Kevin, no, no, no. you say I'm so disappointed. Wait, so you a cuck now? I mean, even Dwayne so. Oh man, that was funny. Kelly sounded so upset for you, D. Will. Wow. I apologize. Wow. <laughs> your girl's gonna hear this shit. Fucking whenever this comes out, kick your ass out of the house. She's right behind me. Oh, so you're getting pegged? That's, that's, that's what that I'm doing. Right? <laughs> What's happening to D. Will, bro? He tries to. I don't know. I was always a little suspicious. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you guys can tell, we have no fucking plan for this. I just wanted to get my people together. Like, oh, it is as much as Bello jokes about me trying to flex on everybody. I miss you, ugly <laughs> motherfucker. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Bello, is that a Mets jersey? That's the Mets. Nice, bro. Nice. Cody. I just recognize that. Yeah, there you go. You can see him? Yeah, you can't see anybody, D. Will? I see, uh, I see everybody but Bello. Oh, you don't see white people? I went for it. He sees me. Yeah. Kelly, you've had so much interracial. Uh, never mind. You a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> you like 1% of each, each ethnicity at this point. Wow. I do have three percent in me in my DNA, according to the to that uh fucking saliva gimmick there. <laughs> the saliva the gimmick. gimmick. Oh, jobber. <laughs> the DNA shit, y'all pigs. That's good. Don't plug any one of them specifically. Fuck them all. Oh man, that that's is right. hilarious. Um, CJ, I think this is a good good time right now to shout out your sponsor, Disney Plus. <laughs> 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 this is great content. Oh god! Well, you know, uh, I mean, honestly, when I got that Disney Plus sponsorship, that was one of the main concerns, and they were like, "Oh no, dude, do what you've been doing." I was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> are yeah. You sure? I mean, adults are gonna watch Disney Plus too. I was thinking about it today. I was like, "What they should do is that they should start gearing some content towards adults in some way, shape, or form." Right? And I was thinking about like a stoner sitcom of just like Disney. two guys that just live in Manhattan in the MCU. It's just it's not any about any particular superhero. It's just like two like like a like a fucking Jay and Silent Bob type kind of gimmick with just two guys who just live in the MCU and they're just like walking to the bodega and like Spider Man goes fucking swooping past them and they just it's just like a daily life. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. On film frequency, actually, CJ and I have talked about it quite a few times. Disney Plus should probably have some like R-rated sort of content for adults just to get them to the next level because their content already is good and their library obviously is great. But just for like the new stuff, get some something for the the older crowd as well. well. They're supposed to. They did announce that they're supposed to be doing Disney. It's has a different name. Like at their whole, when they announced a bunch of shows that they are going to start having more. Um, like the already content from like Fox that they own is going to have its own spot on Disney Plus. Are they going to have a phone. porno wing like Disney X or no? <laughs> uh-huh. you know, like, 
Oh, Mickey Bob's and Minnie banging? Trio. Huh? You mean like Family Guy and Bob's Burgers and stuff like that? Yeah, shit like that. Is that Interesting. But that's it. I got shit else, man. I, I, I just wanted to talk to you ugly motherfuckers and Bello. Thanks, man. <laughs> Go ahead and give me your social medias. Let's get the fuck up out of here. We're done? I mean, you, like got, you got anything left to fucking talk about, bro? I literally just wanted to get, like, there's not shit to talk about. I thought this would be, like be like a three and a half hour podcast. Why would you ever think <laughs> As much as you know me, that I would talk for three and a half fucking hours. No, but you. on the real though, I, I'm really, really shocked that uh, this is have time for this shit. This is a freaking long episode. I didn't realize we've been on this long. Yeah, just shooting the shit, man. Crazy. Well, anyway, I can be reached at the at the P1JB at THEP1JB right. on Twitter. What was that, D Will? Most of it was spent waiting on you. You went AWOL for like half an hour. I was gone for <laughs> ten minutes, you bastard. He was oiling his beard upstairs. What it was? <laughs> his red beard. <laughs> Definitely red. Definitely red. D will give me your social media. Are you even on social media anymore? Yeah, I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook and all that. But give me a black planet. Before I do that. <clears throat> oh God. Oh, do you have it? Oh, I've been waiting. The long-awaited return of a song lyric of the week. <laughs> Yes! Yeah! <laughs> me, 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 you, you, me, me. Okay, y'all ready? I said, certified freak, seven days a week. What ass pussy make that pull-out game weak? Whoa, ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You fucking with some wet ass pussy. You can find me on all social media platforms at Misery Williams, M I S E R Y W I L L I A M S. And if you're Peter Pie and you don't mind being cream pied, you can add me on Facebook. Just type in Dimitri Williams. Kelly, I don't know how you can follow that up, but go ahead and try. I can't follow that. <laughs> Listen, I've been waiting though for that lyric of the fucking week for like ever. I'm, I miss it. I miss it. You need to bring that back, whether it's uh, you need to bring it back somehow. Out of that, I'm gonna take that shit over. <laughs> I passed the torch to you. You want to? You want to uh, have it? Feel free. Um, so you can find me, I'm, you can find me on Twitter on, um, Queen Kells, that's K-E-L-L with a Z, 87. Um, I don't do much on Twitter unless it's, uh, you know, a couple of like wrestling or sports related, like, you know, Super Bowl football, basically. Um, but I don't, I don't tweet too much because, um, I'm going to get myself in a lot of trouble if I do. I'm really <laughs> close to getting kicked off Facebook, um, what so, the hell do you be doing, man? I, I just I speak my mind, and it, sometimes that gets me in trouble, hmm. you know. And um, you know, I, I got I got fucking. So I'm gonna give you a real quick story. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> sent me a little warning that if I did it happened again, I got in trouble for a hate speech because I called myself referred to myself in third person as a white trash. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? After I'm right, like, Kelly, you how dare me? you? <laughs> you self racist? How like, how dare you be a self racist? That's but Kelly. You know what? After you, right? Why is that? You don't know why? Why they're after me? Yeah. No. How, I, how I, many times did you really? And be honest with yourself. How many times did you ask Mark Zuckerberg to sign your titty? <laughs> never, never. There you go. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got to do. That's all you got to do, and you're good. Oh, shit. He feels like that. rule the world. Exactly. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Uh, Bello, yeah. go ahead and give me shit, man. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the Andrew Bello. That's T H to the E A N to the D R E W B E L O. And uh, we were talking about before my good friend Harrison. He's got The Right Opinion Podcast. You can find him at therightopinion.podbean.com or just search The Right Opinion. It'll be the one with the thumbnail that's black and white and red all over like the New York Times used to be. All right. Why, why, why has it got to be black, though? Why do you, why you have to be black? <laughs> it's oh, black and know. white <laughs> and red all over. I also want to say... I left out the Asians so soon. It really irks me that <laughs> that fellow... That on your doing name, better than the rest of us. Gives a fuck. <laughs> it's really bothering me, and I, I just have to say this before we close out, that on Bello's Skype name, the word Andrew, instead of having a D, it has a G, and I can't stop looking at it. Yeah, it does. It's Andrew, because I'm from New Jersey, so I just threw that in there. It's, it's... You, you advertise that, though. I do. I'm, I'm the only good thing about this place. Might as well. And that is the Andrew Bello people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, no, no one can follow me. And Jew, and Jew. Oh, like yeah, that's yeah. There's an R. There's an R in there. The R is fucking silent. The R is not <laughs> silent. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that's it. This has been the WWP reunion. We're out this bitch before we fucking. It's, it's we'll see you at three hundred episode. Ladies, I just want you to know, if you're going over to CEO Hayes' house, there's two things. He loves to role play, and he loves feet. So expect to put on a foot costume and get the shit fucked out of you, okay? <laughs> That's what he's going to do. You're going to role play as a foot. He's going to put some nice shoes on you. He's going he's to paint your toenails. That's how this man operates. Oh. That's funny. <laughs> See, that's why you saved my joke for last. <laughs> no, y'all want me to go first? Just blow the load in the first five seconds. Jesus. I mean, that sounds like what you do that's anyway. That's not something that Hayes is going to do, by the way, ladies. I'm not going to blow the load in the first five seconds. Don't worry about that. Strong style.